back to old school with DP and J. Presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Welcome back. Old school, 937 The Ticket. Husker Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. I'm DP. We're live at Barry's in the Haymarket. Uh, it is, we're about a half hour, half hour away from, from tip. And, and Jay, I want to be excited about it. Yeah. But there is that. Angst. Angst is a good word for it. It's Juwan Howard and the Wolverines. And, again, they come in at five and three. They have their own issues. Yeah. Like they have their own problems. They don't re- they don't rebound well uh, defensively either. Yeah. Uh, they can be beat in the middle of the floor. Uh, the three point shooting needs to be on. Right. But they are huge, talented, athletic, and I think slightly arrogant. Yeah. Look at the University of Michigan. Arrogance is is part of their uh, is their DNA. Um, but they're big. They're big. They're physical. Um, you know they got plenty of talent. They just aren't, and you know, playing up to their potential right now. Um, and you definitely don't want them to hit their stride uh, tonight against us. <laughs> so you know, you want you know the crowd to be into it, and, and you know, obviously that four overtime game took a lot out of a young, inexperienced team with two guys, especially Andre going into the locker room early, lat uh, going in the lat going in, yeah. that hurt them physically. And then you see them run out of gas. It looked like against Indiana you know, on the road uh, when they came out strong and then kind of sputtered, right? Um, so, you know, they got to play the way, you know, that they have been defensively because they've been playing a lot more efficient defense. They're going to have to team rebound. So, you, you know, you don't want to see a lot of runouts, especially early in the game. Keep the game. I always say you want to play solid, right? You want to play solid defense, rebound, try to limit second shots, uh, especially with defensive rebounding and uh, make de- uh, make Michigan play some defense, you know, because obviously they got the big guy in the middle from the DMV um, that's dangerous. He's effective. Um, you know, obviously he's going to be a future NBA player, and then you want to make the other guys beat you and then, and, and then see where you're at and keep the game close and then kind of overwhelm them with, um, you know, our size and athletic ability and obviously their playmaking ability. So it's going to be a huge game for Verge, you know, matched up with their point guard to see who can play more efficient. It's going to be a huge, huge game for Verge to actually, this is a game here that's that's set up, tailor-made for the way he, he plays, right? Break down the defense and create. Um, I know guys haven't hit open shots, um, but, you know, get guys scoring ability. You got to keep D-Walk D- um, out of foul trouble. And then Andre is going to have to come in and, and, and um, not only play, but play well. Um, and contribute. And contribute because his size and athletic ability and his ability to finish around the hoop can offset some of the things that Michigan has, you know, obviously a size and, and, and advantage and playmaking on the inside against us because 6'11 in a big frame and athletic is still 6'11, big frame and athletic regardless of who's going against it. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, – you know, this team comes out. I know that they're, you know, a tight team, and, um, you know, they're going to come out and excited, and, and they're playing against a good team, a very beatable team. So it's not like a foregone conclusion that, you know, they can't beat this team. And, you know, I think Nebraska should look at it. This is the game that we actually finally come out and, and everybody's hitting against, you know, a well, you know, a, you know, well, we're not old machine as an opponent, but, you know, well-recruited uh, opponent, you know, a team that's, you know, well-respected. And so – 
styles make fights, and, you know, they're going to probably try to pound us on the boards and wear us down, and then our style is to, to beat them with, out on the edges and, and, and create some plays and make them play defense, you know, all the way out, on on the perimeter where if we do break down the defense, we can actually score in the paint. I think Derek Walker's emergence has made our offense, even though our shooting has been subpar, um, actually more efficient. You know, he's actually, uh, you know, he's real efficient around the hoop. Anytime you can get quality shots in the middle, you know, that's really, really good for your offense. And, you know, he's a good rebounder. He's tough. He's physical. So we've got to continue to do that. And then maybe this is a game that lap man, you know, actually stretches the defense out and hits some open shots and be, and be that stretch four that, you know, Fred Horberg needs in, in that offense, which will in turn open up driving lanes for Welcher, McGowns, Verge, and then the ability for, say, like, uh, Andre and, and obviously Walker to get some easier shots against, say, like a switch against a, you know, instead of against their five, maybe against their four and finish up around the, the hoop. So, you know, look, you know, we got to keep the turnovers low. We got to play good defense. We got to switch harder on, you know, one of the things I think we need to do on defense is switch harder and hedge harder um, to wear the defense down. You know, yeah, they're going to make plays. I mean, they're, Michigan's got great players and they're going to make plays, but in the middle of the second, you know, second half of the first half. So as you're getting down to the last six minutes, first six minutes coming out of there, we want to see them to, you know, chink away at their, you know, their stamina a little bit. You know, you don't want to give them easy shots, easy, easy looks on pick and rolls. You want to make everything cloudy for them so their offense isn't as, as efficient coming off pick and rolls or driving or the dribble drive or the driving kick. We want to make sure that the passes aren't as crisp to their guys. Make sure the pass doesn't ha- the passes don't have as much heat on it, um, so they can't get in a shooting rhythm. Kind of like how teams play against us. So, you know, it's going to be an effort game. It's going to take you know all you know seven, eight, nine guys on the bench and, and you know to do it. But it's something that they can do. So it's it's a tremendous opportunity to go out there and play uh, good basketball after being on the road and having two hard road games, and especially after having a four overtime game that you easily let slip away three times uh two of those times where you're you had the ball in your hand and and, and, one made of, a shot. and one of the times was the the ref missed the, the wide open foul to allow verge to go to the foul to the foul line to win the game in regulation michigan walks in with some problems they give up a ton of offensive rebounds and they actually are one of the teams in the big 10 that have more turnovers than assists so opportunity what nebraska does with those turnovers look they're high, Michigan's high risk, high reward. Yeah. But if Nebraska can capitalize, there are not many teams that they're going to face this year that have more more turnovers than assists. Yeah, and uh, and we what we don't want them to do is have a get right game against us. Get right on their assist to turnover ratio. We want them to come in and play the same way that they've been playing. Turn the ball over more than you assist, and so they got to essentially maybe try to copycat what everybody else has done. So if you really pack the middle and try to take away their big guy and make them either hit a open shots or share the ball, that's what you got to do. And if they beat you with the way that they haven't beat anybody else, um, so be it. Tip your hat. But don't go in there and try to beat them a different way than they've been getting beat. Well, um, they, they also, I mean, they have 82 offensive rebounds for the season. They've given up 80 offensive rebounds right. for the season. So there's, there, there's, there's uh, I would say there's money to be made on the offense and defensive rebounds. You know what I'm saying? So we got a defensive rebound well, and then obviously we can offensive rebound well against them. So that lets me know their one, two, and three probably doesn't box out or find guys good enough, right? So there's a lot of watching. So we all got to attack the boards, get you some easy shots, 
even if you don't make that sec- that first easy shot, then you might draw the big guy to try to you know contest the shot. There's D Walk and say Latman or Eduardo Andre there to get some garbage points. And those are I call those like gut punches or, or body blows, offensive rebounds that you actually cash in, and you get a good shot. So, um, you know it's there. They're, even though they're a bigger team, they're not so dominant where you're scared to drive it against them. Um, I don't think they're extremely well at shot blocking, you know, so they're they, not like the jo- old Georgetown Hoyas where you got Patrick Hewing where he's going to send the four sh- first they four shots. Three a, they average three a game. They give up three a game. Right. So, so there it is. So, you know, this is a game that where you know if you're going to the hoop, you go strong, you're either going to get fouled or you're going to have a great opportunity to make a contested shot. So this is a, a game where we match up well against them um, skill-wise and obviously the way we've been playing. And we should be excited to play at home. I'm sure the crowd's going to be ready to go. Uh, if you look at the way that, you know the Barry's crowd is in here, I'm sure they're going to, you know, be in there ready to go. And it's a big game. Michigan's a you know big name. We got a big name coach. Uh, we got a big name coach, and we got you know a ton of talent. We can go out there and play well. Yeah, the bush lights are, are going heavy. Yeah, that's the uh, you know Nebraska spring water. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out. I was trying to understand what that was, and, and Mark and I talked about it a little bit when Connor was here. But the whole bush light and numbers thing, there's several tables with several cans on it. So yeah. I thought, you know, maybe maybe the crowd will be a little more feisty tonight. Yeah, it should be. I wish the game was at, like, uh, 8. That was my next question. Why is this an early game? This strikes know. me as one that, I mean, again, it's Nebraska. Yeah, and but, it's Michigan. And but, you would but, think that they would want to have them a little bit later. It just feels like a later in the day game, yeah. but that's that's okay. So their numbers are good. Hunter Dickinson, of course, leads the way with them. Uh, my thing with with Dickinson is the fact that he's given them eight and a half boards a game. Yeah, which could be a dictator thing. The battle between him and Walker, whether it's him and yeah. Walker, him and Andre, or him and Breidenbach. Yeah. I think Breidenbach. This would be a nice night. Night for you think that they might be able to get together um, and do that. Then behind him, uh, you've got four guys who have you know. Just above four and a half rebounds a game. Right. They don't re- rebound particularly well. Right. They're only plus six rebounds a game. Yeah, so they're not as dominant as they were last year. Uh, they had a couple guys go to the NBA that were, you know, I think one of the guys was 6'8", 250. You know, as a, he was, a, you know, almost a double-double guy. And, and uh, so it's just part of the deal. And so you can go in there and rebound. We got size. We got Breidenbach. We got Eduardo Andre. We got Derek Walker. That man is big enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rebounding and defense is usually comes down to want to and communication. And uh, so, you know, we've got to be able to do that. And they, and they got to be willing to do it and, and do it harder than Michigan can handle because the opportunity is there for them, you know, obviously, to take advantage of, uh, you know, Mich- Michigan's, you know, mishaps that they've had, uh, you know, early in the season. So They've um, got both Brooks and Dickinson averaging 14 and a half a game. Then you get down to – uh, Houston at just under ten. I, I, they don't put up a ton of points as you would think. Right. Like I watched them against North Carolina, and I kept waiting for this explosion, and, and it never happened. There. They never could get out of. They were always stuck in neutral. It seemed like. Yeah, it never happened. Never I watched happened. them against uh, Arizona. Same never thing happened. in place, right? right? It looked like they had more talent, but they couldn't hit the, hit the, hit the trigger. What I I'm a little curious about this fan base that on a night like tonight that I. I, I I would hope that it's positive energy. Yeah, I hope I, that I there isn't some of the harumphing that goes on when Verge is no, not playing well. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think that's any fan base, but I think, you know, this is a team that you need, you know, they're a young team, inexperienced, but they, you know, they've shown improvement 
And, uh, you know, as much as, as much frustration as it was watching that NC State game, you should be encouraged because uh, with numbers being down and, and significant players being down, you know, they didn't really, you know, really run out of gas to that final, you know, uh, overtime. So yeah, they, you know, fourth so overtime, fourth they, overtime. They, they tapped. They, so they, they, tapped. they were just out of gas and, and legs were gone. Um, so, you know, this is a game that you come and cheer hard for them. This isn't a game you sit here and be upset at if, it, if they're struggling a little bit. This isn't Western Illinois where you're like, man, this is a team that we should be dominating and be disappointed. This is going to be a like opponent, like I like to say, an opponent that's worthy. It's obviously coming in with a lot of cachet, so we got to be ready to go, and 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 we're going to need the crowd to be behind everybody. Um, and you know, ultimately, look, none of the players are playing to play bad. Um, you know, whether it's Verge or you know, because he's kind of like the quarterback. He has the the ball in his hand the most. He's the flashiest player, so he's the guy that's out there the most. So ultimately, we also have to remember he's a guy playing a whole new position. He has never played point guard. I don't think ever is playing point guard. He's been a primary primary ball handler wherever he's been, but he's been a guy that's going to put the ball in the hoop and create for himself. So you, he's trying to learn on the job, but then also he's got to have guys that when they get the shots open, especially particular open ones, we got to start making we got to start making money on those shots. We got good enough we got good enough shooters and talent. We got to start making them. We gotta start making them because <laughs> folks they're, they're, get mad at us when we keep saying they have good, they have good shooters. They're, well, I mean, they got potentially we have good, shoot, good shooters. Yeah, they have potentially, potentially good, good shooters, shooters right. who aren't shooting well currently. Right. I mean, and and I think at, at that point you just go, okay, I'll accept it. Over the course of of, of nine games, this is who you are, um, and then let the numbers play out. However, yeah. they're going to play out. And you could always start the season slow and they get more consistent uh, as the season goes. Um, so, and then we also got to hit free throws. Well, coaches like to say, you know, if we think we have good shooters and they're not shooting well currently, then we got one heck of a streak coming. Yeah. The numbers usually what, balance out yeah, from whatever you think out, they are. Like you start out in batting, and, you know, kind of bats are a little cold. Well, I just want it to happen tonight, though. Is that too that, much to ask? No, it's not. It'd be great. Uh, I, I, I think so. I, I think, think it would go a long way if we got busy tonight um, for the season. To calm the waters that, that, that are – it's not even that. It's just for the team to get the confidence. They, I know they work hard. They want it. It'd be a good night, a great night to have payoff to, the, you know, for the fruits, fruit, fruits of their labor. Let's hope. Fingers crossed we will head across the street in about 15 minutes. We'll throw it to break here and then come back and close out. From Barry's Haymarket, I'm DP. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.